You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is that you are tuning into this podcast. We want to say hello and greet you. This is Chris Johnson. I'm filling in for your beloved host, Pastor Dan Stahlbaum, and I'm joined with another beloved co-host, Shanna Langston. How are you today? Hi, I'm great. Good to see you Glad this to morning. Be here. Yeah, and we got Nick running the switches, the board, making it all happen over there. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. Awesome, man. How are those chocolate uh, breakfast <laughs> treats treating you over there? They are delicious. Love it, man. Breakfast the champions. I love it. That's <laughs> a good time. <laughs> hey, we're so glad to have you here. Basically, Morning Breath is a devotion. Uh, we have this going on on a podcast. It's also locally airing on the radio. And we're taking a chapter of God's Word, reading it at night, reading it in the morning, not preparing a sermon, which is hard for me because I like to prepare, um, and asking the Holy Spirit to breathe. Uh, and really, not only as we read the night before in the morning of, but also as you read it again live on, on the program and just have a conversation in the moment. You know, I think that's super beautiful um, to just be in the moment. Honestly, I heard recently a statistic that 80% of our time is often wasted thinking about the future or the past. 80% instead of that focused energy and being present in the moment. And so before we even start today, I guess we're already preaching a little bit, but we we always need the reminder that the Lord is an ever-present. He's in the present. Yes, he's outside of time, but he's also in this moment. So we just welcome you, Lord, and uh, we just ask Jesus that you would lead our program today. Amen. Amen. So yeah, Shanna, tell us a little bit about what's happening at East Coast. We got some fun stuff coming up. Anything you could maybe let us know? Yeah. So um, if you want to get connected with us, you can check out our East Coast app or eccc.us that's eccc.us for more information events past sermons and morning breath episodes you can also find east coast christian center on facebook instagram and on youtube you can also call our office at 321-452-1060 and we will email and mail you with more information about east coast beautiful Hey, we also want to let you know, if you have kids out there and you're looking for something for them to do for summer, bring them to Kids Camp. We have something awesome in store. That's June 6th through the 10th. It's 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. every day. And uh, you can go to our website or our app, just like Shanna mentioned, but uh, just another important piece of information. It's only $99 for your first child and then $75 for the second. If you have three and you're out there blessing and being fruitful and multiplying, well, your third kid and fourth and fifth and all that are free. So anyway, we want to make that available to you. Also, if you got a student, a middle school or a high school student, man, make sure they come to the TNT Youth Conference. That's July 11th through the 13th. And uh, the price will go up on June 1st, so that now is the time where you want to step in and do that. It's $245 for general admission. It's going to be great. Um, really looking forward to it. KB, Christian Hip Hop Artist, is going to be here. Great life-giving messages, memories and moments made in God's presence with God's people that your student will remember for the rest of their life. I'm sitting here telling you I've been to many of these, and I am who I am today because of so much of what God did in my life at those. And I know Shanna's Absolutely, nodding. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> so definitely yep. get your student here. Um, any other stuff that's going on, just check out our events page, and uh, we'll tell you all the stuff that's happening at East Coast. We're going to get into the chapter today. We are in the book of Luke, and uh, we have chapter 13 today. Shanna's going to help us get started as we have 35 verses, and so she's going to read through verse 17. Is that correct? That's right. Perfect. She is in the New Living Translation, as am I, and I say to you, ma'am, read. About this time, Jesus was informed that Pilate had murdered some people from Galilee as they were offering sacrifices at the temple. Do you think those Galileans were worse sinners than all the other people from Galilee, Jesus asked? 
Is that why they suffered? Not at all. And you will perish too unless you repent of your sins and turn to God. And what about the 18 people who died when the Tower of Siloam fell, fell on them? Were they worse sinners in Jerusalem? No. And I tell you again that unless you repent, you will perish too. Then Jesus told this story. A man planted a fig tree in his garden and came again and again to see if there was any fruit on it. But he was always disappointed. Finally, he said to this gardener, I've waited three years and there hasn't been a single fig. Cut it down. It's just taking up space in the garden. The gardener answered, Sir, give it one more chance. Leave it another year and give it, and I'll give it special attention and plenty of fertilizer. If we get figs next year, fine. If not, then you can cut it down. One Sabbath day, as Jesus was teaching in the synagogue, he saw a woman who had been crippled by an evil spirit. She had been bent down for 18 years and was unable to stand straight. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said, Dear woman, you are healed of your sickness. Then he touched her and instantly she could stand straight. How she praised God. But the leader in charge of the synagogue was indignant that Jesus had healed her on the Sabbath day. There are six days of the week for working, he said to the crowd. Come on those days to be healed, but not on the Sabbath. But the Lord replied, You hypocrites, each of you works on the Sabbath day. Don't you untie your ox or donkey from its stall on the Sabbath and lead it to water? This dear woman, a daughter of Abraham, has been held in bondage by Satan for 18 years. Isn't it right that she be released even on the Sabbath? This shamed his enemies, but all the people rejoiced at the wonderful things he did. Verse 18, and then Jesus said, what is the kingdom of God like? How can I illustrate it? It is like a tiny mustard seed that a man planted in a garden. It grows and it becomes a tree and the birds make nests in its branches. He also asked, what else is the kingdom of God like? It is like the yeast that a woman used in making bread. And even though she put only a little yeast in three measures of flour, it permeated every part of the dough. Jesus went through the towns and villages, teaching as he went, always pressing on toward Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, will only a few be saved? He replied, work hard to enter the narrow door to God's kingdom, for many will try to enter, but will fall. When the master of the house was, has locked the door, it will be too late. You will stand outside knocking and pleading, Lord, open the door for us. But he will reply, I don't know you or where you come from. Then you will say, but we ate and drank with you and you taught in our streets. And he will reply, I tell you, I don't know you or where you come from. Get away from me, all you who do evil. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for you will see Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you will be thrown out. And people will come from all over the world, from east and west, north and south, to take their places in the kingdom of God. And note this, some who seem least important now will be the greatest then, and some who are the greatest now will be least important then. At that time, some Pharisees said to him, Get away from here if you want to live. Herod Antipas wants to kill you. Jesus replied, Go tell that fox that I will keep casting demons out and healing people today and tomorrow, and the third day I will accomplish my purpose. Yes, today, tomorrow, and the next day, I must proceed on my way 
for it wouldn't do for a prophet of God to be killed except in Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones God's messengers, how often I have wanted to gather your children together as a hen protects her chicks beneath her wings, but you wouldn't let me. And now, look, your house is abandoned, and you will never see me again until you say, Blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Amen. Wow. Incredible stuff. Uh, I love to just kick it over to you, sis. What, what kind of stuck out to you as you were reading this? Sure. So there is kind of two things. I'll start with this one. So it's in the section that you read, um, Narrow the Door. Yeah. Um, and this just reminded me, it says in verse 25, you will stand outside knocking and pleading. Hmm. And I was just reading Luke 11, and that's where he says, stand at the door and knock, and the door will be open to you, right? But it also says the parable of the fig tree, right? And this, um, he's saying, it hasn't produced fruit in so long, cut it down. And they've had chances and chances over and over, time and time again. And he's trying to plead with them, if you stand outside this door knocking, the Lord's going to open it up and say, I don't know who you are. This is like their moment. Yeah. He's trying to to invite them. Like, this is your moment to, to repent. Mm. You know, I love that you brought it out because honestly, when we started the program today, we talked about how much we, how much we miss the moment we're yeah. in. And here it is. It's in this chapter. And that was not intentional. Obviously, we trust that the Holy Spirit leads and directs us. We pray for that every time. And obviously, that's being highlighted. And, you know, I I think it would be great to just talk about time and opportunity and this present moment for just a second here. Because or however long the Lord wants, he could take the whole program if he wants here. But I will tell you um, just a quick story. I was in the gym about seven years ago with my dear friend, Mike Green whose name you've probably heard mentioned plenty of times on this program over the years. And Mike is further along in his seasons than me. In fact, Mike just turned 72 last week. Does he look 72? No, he is a beast. And he still is like, he's amazing. He's not just physically amazing. He's spiritually, emotionally, physically a man of God, a follower of Jesus, and and a great example role model for me, more than just a big brother, but a mentor in many ways. Anyway, long story made hopefully shorter. I was in the gym and I looked at him and I just thought, man, God, I want, I want to live a life that pleases you and glorifies you. And I, I want to bring you glory in my latter years. And I'm, I'm only 35 at this time, so do the math. Yes, I'm 42 today as we do this program. And I just had this thought, like, what would the 80-year-old Chris say to the 35-year-old Chris with the influence of the Holy Spirit today? And yeah. I felt like I heard the Lord tell me what he would say, and he would say, moments matter. Yeah. It's not the the accomplishments of your life. It's not the big things. It's not the decades. It's the day. It's the moment. It's actually, it's right now. He is presently in this moment because the things I do right now, they'll echo for eternity, to yeah. quote a great movie, Gladiator, right? So, um, but that's scriptural, you know, uh, what we sow, we reap. And this moment is an opportunity to sow seeds of righteousness and if I don't use that, what happens, what I do sow will reap a harvest. So this moment is the one that matters. I can't change what I sowed yesterday, and I can't affect what I'll sow tomorrow. In fact, tomorrow's not promised. Sufficient for the day is the trouble therein. Matthew says, don't worry about tomorrow. 
And so there is so, and I just felt like, God, thank you for a little bit of perspective at 35 years old. And I wrote a song with Mike about that very topic. And I'm finding that, that the more years pass in my life, the more I realize moments are so significant. Yeah. And there could be one small moment where you just paid attention enough to a person in need, like this woman who was bent over for 18 years, that Jesus did not miss the moment to completely set her free. And here was a Pharisee judging time wrongly. Oh, today is a Sabbath day. What are you doing, you rule breaker? Um, uh, No, this was a moment that God wanted to heal a woman who's been oppressed of the devil for 18 years, almost two decades. And because I was in the moment with my father, listening to the father tell me, see her, help her. something changed forever. And we can talk about that in a minute, but I just think time and how we manage time is so important, how we steward time. We're never going to make more time. You make more money, you lose money. And I've lost money. I remember when I thought it was a good idea to invest in the real estate market right before it completely imploded. And it beat me and my family up for many, many years. But you know what? God has restored. We've made more money. We're fine. You cannot make more time. Seize the moment. And I love that you brought us to that place that Jesus is warning them. There are opportunities now Today is the acceptable day of salvation. Mm-hmm. And man, there are people around us, though, many of us who listen to this program already know Jesus, but some of us don't, or we are, all of us are connected to people who don't. There might be an opportunity for you to share the gospel, share your testimony, share your story, and make the most of every day. Yeah, I've um, always heard Pastor Dan say, you rarely know in the moment when you're in a historical moment yes. until after. That's right. And then you realize, wow, I was... I was in the right place at the right time and that moment impacted, but I didn't know it until after. And so I think keeping, keeping us on our toes, like to realize that our right now matters, like put your phone down, like, Mm -hmm. cause the people around you, the things that are happening right now, man, the enemy is trying to distract us. He's trying to steal our moments. Now he's trying to make us compare and look at the future and, honestly also keep us right in the past yes like remember that one thing that you did like you messed up again and man we have to push through that and know that god has so much mercy for us Mm -hmm. and grace as well for the future and just be in the moment that's so good and you know here in this moment this is a sabbath day jesus was aware of that now jesus is god he's not just the son of man he's the son of god He understands the true meaning of Sabbath and the true heart behind it. In fact, many times Jesus was questioned for things on the Sabbath, and he reminded them, your rules and policies are actually oppressing people and are being abused. To abuse something is to use it for a purpose that it was not originally intended for. They were abusing the Sabbath, abusing people, and... Uh, he bait, and not only that, they were actually not even keeping the very rules that they were accusing Jesus of breaking because he was like, well, if you want to get technical, yeah. <laughs> if you untie your donkey to take it out to get a drink, that's working. So that's not the right line of thinking here. Yeah. And in fact, you missed what the heart of heaven was because you were such a rule-following, fearful legalist. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jesus said oftentimes, you have made the word of God of no effect by your traditions and rules. Yeah. And it's so important. There's a great scripture in 1 Corinthians 10, 23. It says, all things are lawful, but not all things are profitable. And um, I think being in the moment enables us to say, what is the most wise and profitable and God-honoring thing for me to do right now in this moment? 
Um, I'll share a quick story, you know, about time and about Sabbath since we're kind of in that. It didn't, it was probably, I don't know, eight weeks, three months ago at the rate of time. It could have been six months ago. Um, I got a call on my Sabbath day. Now, I didn't used to practice Sabbath. I used to just work seven days a week, never take a break. That's not a good way to live. That's not biblical. That's not scriptural, and that's not wise. So if you're doing that and you were like me, no shame on you, but ask the Lord to reveal to you what the gift of a day of rest would look like for you because even God rested, and the first day of creation was a day of rest before even day two started for Adam and Eve. Separate topic. But I had learned uh, to start practicing a regular rhythm of Sabbathing and just not checking emails and responding to all the responsibilities and just being present with the Lord, delighting in Him and my family. And I got a call, and it was a person who was suicidal. And you know what? Imagine if I had said, hey, um, I'm really sorry that you're literally moments away from deciding to not live forever, but it's my Sabbath, and that's work, and there's, that's a rule that I'm not going to break. God would not be happy. Can you imagine that? No. Imagine, I mean, your face right there is exactly what God's face would have done. He would have been like, ew, like that is disgusting. Yeah. Get your legalism out of the way and let love trump legalism Mm -hmm. and love trumps legalism. And the love of God is our highest command to love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, soul, mind and strength and love your neighbor as you love yourself. And in this moment, Jesus operated under the law of love, which supersedes the law of Sabbath on this. And I think that's important. You know, gravity is a law. If I step off the edge of a surface, even if it's one stair, gravity will pull me down. Um, but the law of thrust supersedes the law of gravity or the law of lift. If you put an airplane through the air fast enough, the Bernoulli principle will lift that wing and it will supersede the law of gravity. The law of love supersedes the law uh, of legalism. And so yeah. it's so important that we remember Am I walking in love? And am I in the moment, not just present, but present in the love of God? That's why the word tells us to abide in God because God is love. And if we're abiding in love, man, we're going to always make great decisions. Like this woman's sick. Let's pray for her. I don't care how many rules I got to break or people are not going to be happy with me. This is what the love of God mandates in this moment. Yeah. And that's where we need to live. That's so good. That's so good. I want to go back to the fig tree up here in the section that I read. Um, one of this reminds me of, it reminds me of Jesus sitting at the right hand of God and contending for us to the yeah. Father. Mm. And just how sweet that is, right? He so good. is the risen lamb, like the roaring lion, and he's sitting next to God and he's like, I'm praying for her. Yeah. Like that one is special. I'm praying for her and like talking to God about us specifically praying for us and and contending for us and believing in us and saying like one more time they got it don't worry like that's amazing it is amazing so when we do miss those moments when we do miss the opportunities when we do mess up jesus is like give it one more year Mm. and i just like i can't believe that Mm. he took on all of our sin he felt the crushing he felt the pain of that and beat it and now he gets to sit there and contend for us yeah knowing what pain it caused him i just who would do that come on who would do that nobody is as no merciful other as Jesus. god would ever has ever yeah it's just amazing to me i love that 
It says that his anger lasts for a moment, but his mercy endures forever. Yeah. His mercy is so enduring. I heard it said one one way, you know, we say that God is a God of second chances. Somebody said he's actually God of an unending second chances. It's like, now obviously we see that a door closes here. So to balance that thought, there is a there's an appointed time where your chances are out. But yeah. but what I love is a God who is slow to anger and his, his loving kindness and his willingness to forgive, enable, uh, and and give us another opportunity is so compassionate. And I love that you shared that. Uh, it reminds me of a verse that Pastor Dan has shared many times when we look at this fig tree and the guy, the guy who owns it, he's like, get rid of it. It's not fruitful. It's not producing for me. Cut it mm-hmm. out. And he's like, no, let's let's give it another opportunity to bloom. Yeah. It says a bruised reed he will not break. You know, um, some of you maybe feel like this unfruitful fig tree listening right now. And I love that Shanna is bringing this out. Maybe you feel like it's past the time when you should have already been producing fruit in an area. And you are even thinking God's going to take this away from me. Maybe it's a maybe it's an unrealized dream or a gift that you have that hasn't made fruition, a book that you didn't write yet, an album you didn't record, or I don't know, a family you didn't raise or whatever that looks like. And it's like, oh, I'm in danger of losing that opportunity. Um, I, I love that Shan is highlighting the mercy and the compassion. And if it's not good, God's not done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he works together all things for the good. And yes. he is so compassionate. And there is grace today to forgive yourself. Maybe you haven't been as fruitful for the last three years like this fig tree. Um, God forgives you. You need to forgive you and shame off of you. And don't should on yourself. I should be further. I should have done this and say, Jesus, today is the day. I thank you for grace today to do what you've called me to do. It's not too late. Yeah, but I also love that the gardener is willing to let it go That's right. if it needs to be let go. That's right. He said, if we get figs next year, fine. If not, then we can cut it down. Yeah. He's not trying to hold on to something that could kill the rest of the garden. That's right. Because some things do need to get chopped away. and some it's sucking nutrients down and yes. hurting other plants. And yep. Yeah, so he's giving it's it a good. chance, but he's still willing. He's believing mm. in it, but he's not He's not holding on to something that needs to be let go. I love that. Don't you love the way Jesus tells stories that invite us into his heart? Yes. And that's just, it's this chapter's loaded with stuff like that, and I just think it's so powerful. We're getting close here to where we need to take a break, and we're going to come back after the break with just some closing thoughts and a prayer and an important announcement. So hang on, and we will be right back. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321 454 
321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living and Memory Care Community, located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Hey, hey, welcome back. It's been wonderful to speak about times and seasons and God's mercy. And, uh, you know, when we look at the end of this chapter, it's amazing to me how Jesus grieves over Jerusalem. And he knows that the the assignment that God has given him is to die for it, a people who have forsaken him. Um, and it's amazing to me in, in verse 13, uh, excuse me, it's actually verse 33, he says, I must proceed on my way. And, you know, Jesus was never in a hurry, but there is one time in Scripture where he hurried, and it was to hurry to Jerusalem to go be crucified for us. And I think that's amazing. And there's an urgency. Today is the day to be saved. Today is the day to follow Jesus and also to rest in the finished work of the cross. And so be reminded of that and seize the moments that God has given us. Um, I'd actually love to have Shanna just pray over us today in, in light of what God has shown us. So, Shanna, would you just pray that we would live this Yes, absolutely. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you that you um, just are working in our hearts in incredible ways and your mercy endures forever. Jesus, thank you for what you did on the cross. And we just want to live right now in the moment in gratitude of what you've done. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. So good. Hey, as we close today, I want to make a, an important announcement for our Morning Breath family out there and to let you know that this is the last week of recording for Morning Breath. 
Pastor Dan is actually retiring and doing some traveling, and so we're taking the summer off. We would recommend that you would get a YouVersion Bible app on your phone and that you would go to our website link. And there's uh, Bible reading plans available, tons of stuff happening, but we do want to let you know Morning Breath will no longer be on the air locally here in Brevard County. So praise God uh, with us. It's a hard decision, but also seasons come and seasons go. And so we want to make sure that you are aware of that. God bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow on another episode. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.